Errol Spence versus Sean Porter. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junk here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter, at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast. I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube. Com slash Fud Junkie 2006. Errol Spence undefeated 25 and 0. 21 wins inside the distance. Sean Porter 30 wins, 2 losses, 1 draw. Of his 30 wins, 17 are inside the distance. Currently, you have Spence as a minus 750 favorite. Porter comes back at plus 6-1. to one. Those are straight lines. We'll go, won't go 12 full rounds. We'll go minus 205. Won't go plus 165. We have Spence wins by decision. Minus 155. Porter wins by decision. Plus 1150. Porter wins inside. Plus 1025. Spence wins inside. Plus 240. Fight is a draw. 18 to one. The first thing I have to point out is the line. The line is actually dropped from a point of right around Spence sitting at a thousand and Porter coming back a little bit higher than where he is right now, somewhere right around the 775, 8 to 1 mark. That line to me was insane. The books open Spence right around the 500 mark. I, I believe Spence should be the favorite. Let me say that. But the line that the public bet to Spence at a thousand and Porter coming back at seven or eight to one, I think was ludicrous. Now, granted, I get that Spence is the A side here. You've got Porter coming off a so-so performance against uh, Ugas. Yeah, I get it. But you're discounting Porter big time if you think that Spence is really a thousand to one favorite over Sean Porter. I just don't see that. Porter is proven here. It's not like Spence is fighting a tomato can. He is fighting a legitimate champion, a legitimately skilled fighter. And I would never recommend, even if you think Spence is going to win, I think that line is way, way off. It's starting to pull back a little bit now. That makes sense to me because like I said, If you're looking at this fight, you're looking at the matchup, you're looking at the styles, you're looking at the talent, you're looking at the competition, there is value in Sean Porter. And when you're getting a guy like Porter at 8-1, to I mean, that is an insane line to me. Even if he isn't able to pull it off, the guy is quality. So that's the first thing. That's pulled back a little bit. When you're looking at them on paper, obviously we know what Porter brings to the table. You know what Spence brings to the table. Again, with the with the odds, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction to the uh, Yugos fight with Porter. Now, I don't expect Porter to fight like he did in that fight at all. It was kind of a monkey wrench to most people that he fought the way he did even in that fight. He has some boxing skills. He has some movement. He has some in and out that he can do. The issue here is, generally speaking, in the division, he's on the shorter end. So he's roughly 5'7", with a 69-inch reach. So a lot of times, he's the smaller guy. And that makes it difficult for him to be able to out 
box people. It doesn't matter if he has those skills. It doesn't matter if he's able to do those things in spots. It's very difficult to consistently do that. And I think you saw that in the fight. It was a close fight. He made it far closer than what it needed to be. But that's because he had success, but it's hard to consistently do that. He would have success boxing, moving, jumping in and out. And then he wouldn't have success doing that. And he'd have to go back inside, fight his rough, tough in your face type of style, win some rounds that way. And then he'd go back to the boxing, win some rounds that way. So he had success doing both. Most people would tell you that he had no success on the outside. That isn't true. He did have success, but it's not his traditional way that he fights. It's not his traditional style. It's not what judges are used to watching. It's not what fans are used to watching. And so I think the the public betting Spence was a little bit of an overreaction to how Porter looked in that fight coming off a split decision that a lot of people were saying that he probably could have lost. I didn't see that. I think he won, but again, it wasn't his typical performance. And then you have Spence coming off the Mikey Garcia fight. Now, to me, Spence dominated that fight, but remember, he was fighting the much smaller guy. Again, the public going into that thought somehow that Garcia actually had a shot in that. I am not kidding. There were a lot of people, especially on social media, that thought Mikey Garcia was going to be able to outbox Errol Spence. It just never made sense to me that he was going to be able to do that. In fact, I picked Spence, but I picked him to stop him. I was a bit disappointed that Spence wasn't able to get Garcia out of there. Now, granted, Garcia went in complete defensive mode. He was just looking to survive. He was just looking to go the distance. But again, there was a big skill gap there. There was a big size advantage there. And Spence was just kind of going through the motions. I get it. It's hard to get a guy out of there when he doesn't want to fight. And that's what Mikey Garcia did, especially down the stretch. He just looked to survive. He just looked to not to take damage. He just looked to go rounds. And you saw Spence dominate the entire fight that way. But I thought with those advantages that he had, he would have been able to put a little more hurt on Mikey. And his punches didn't really seem to rattle him as much as I thought they were going to. Now, Porter is a different beast because he fights a different style than Mikey Garcia. He's going to be there to be hit more often. Spence obviously has power with 21 knockouts and 25 fights. And Porter's going to open himself up because he's going to try to win the fight. That's what I'm saying. When you look at these odds, one thing you can count on is Porter is going to bring the heat. He's not going to fight like he did against Ugas. If he does, it'll be in spots. But he's going to try to be white on rice here. He's going to try to get in the chest of Spence and put him in a very uncomfortable spot for as long as he can do it. Now, when you look at their competition, Spence really has not fought a guy like Porter before. Now, a lot of people are going to say, well, Porter hasn't fought a guy like Spence before. True, maybe in talent level, but stylistically, yes, he has. He's fought far more people similar to Spence that likes to keep distance, can box, can punch, than Spence has in a guy like Porter that just comes at you like a freight train, will use his head, his elbows hit you low, grind his head against your face. I mean, this guy, once he gets on top of you, he's very, very difficult to keep off of you. I get that Spence is very talented. I've been on this guy, high on this guy, since he was knocking Broner out at the Mayweather Gym here in Las Vegas in a sparring session. This guy is legit. He's talented. I'm just saying, stylistically, he hasn't fought anybody like Porter. 
And then when you factor in the lines, I'm going, wait a minute here. This isn't a foregone conclusion that this is a walk in the park. Obviously, you look at the lines and the books thinks this is going to a decision and it's going to be spent by decision. In my opinion, that makes sense when you're looking at the overall quality of competition, the quality of these two fighters, their skill sets and how they could potentially match up. Because, again, we don't know how Spence is going to handle that type of pressure. Could he come out and starch Porter? Of course, he's got the power. He's got the skill set. We've seen Porter hurt before. We've seen him down before. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that Spence can catch him with something if Spence is able to keep that distance. In my opinion, distance is the key in this fight. Porter has to close the distance and he has to be right on top of Spence. If there's any distance between the two, Spence has much better boxing ability and that long range, mid range, and he'll be able to time Porter coming in. So I think this is a, a fight basically that comes down to distance. In that mid long range, you're going to have to favor Spence. That's the way he likes to fight. He does like to have a little bit of a distance. You saw that even against Mikey Garcia. He didn't go Julio Cesar Chavez style on him and just ball up and get up on him and just crowd him and take Mikey down even though he was the bigger guy he still maintained that distance Spence likes a certain amount of distance between himself and his opponent Porter can disrupt that comfort zone for Spence by getting right up in his grill to me that's the interesting matchup in this is that Porter fights that type of fight generally his entire career and you don't see Spence fight those type of fights can he fight in the trenches of course he can he's got dog in him but Porter's made a career out of being a junkyard dog being right on top of you grinding you bullying you pushing you around hitting you high and low and headbutts this is the way he fights Spence even called him a dirty fighter Porter wants a dirty fight he wants to bring Spence into the trenches and make him fight even if Spence can do it it's not the way he normally gets his wins this is the path to victory for Porter stay on top of him fight your normal fight make it uncomfortable for him don't give him the distance this is what Porter must do to have a chance in this fight now you say, can he do it? He, that's what he's done throughout his whole career. Even the Thurman fight. Look at uh, look at the Keith Thurman fight in Porter. Porter was right on him. They had some brutal exchanges in there. I mean, brutal. And he pinned Thurman up against the ropes. This is what he needs to do against Spence. He's got to make it very uncomfortable for him. Now, obviously, Spence is going to try to look to time him. He's going to look to try to time him with big shots as he comes forward. He's going to try to time Porter in between the shots combinations because Porter throws a lot of punches and he can get wide on the inside that's what Spence is going to look to do he's going to try to create a little bit of space it doesn't have to be a lot but he's going to try to create a little bit of space and he's going to try to catch Porter in between those wide punches because when you throw so many punches and you have that type of non-stop offense and you're very aggressive you're going to take chances and when you take chances you open yourself up that's why I said I get why people are saying that Spence is going to uh, smoke this dude and there's you know just a huge difference 
difference in talent and all of this stuff may be true. But on paper, Spence has fought nobody like Porter. And I think a lot of people are underestimating just how good Sean Porter is talent-wise and just how aggressive he is, how many punches he throws, and how tough the guy is. Like I said, to make a career out of the way that he fights, you have to be tough mentally and physically. And I believe Porter is all of those things. In my opinion, I think Spence should be favored. I just don't like the current lines, especially when you're talking the way the public bet him up to a thousand porter is far better than that as an underdog here in fact one of the things i always talk about with sean porter is that he fights close fights this can be great and this can be bad it's very difficult to bet on sean porter because generally speaking he has to win on points you see his record i believe he has 17 knockouts and 30 wins generally speaking he's gonna have to do it on the cards so when you're when you're looking to bet sean porter a lot of the times the lines are very very close so you don't get a tremendous amount of value betting porter because he's skilled but he always fights very close fights so you're getting a very close line biting your nails because you know he's gonna have to go 12 rounds it could be a potential split or he squeaks it out by, you know, the chin of his hair, the hair on his chin. This is the type of fight that Porter fights. Now, that can be good when you're getting eight, nine, seven to one on a guy who fights close fights. Generally speaking, you don't get these type of lines on Sean Porter. You don't get six, seven, eight, nine to one on Sean Porter. You look at his prop lines here, which I think are jacked, to be honest with you. Porter wins by decision plus 1150, and Porter wins inside 1025. They've got those reversed. I just don't see Porter stopping Spence. Now, can he make him uncomfortable? Can he outvolume him? Can he rough him up? and win a very close decision, something like that, I could see. That doesn't scream, no way, that's impossible, that can't happen. Knocking Spence out, yeah. I think Spence is at that talent level. That would be very difficult for Porter, who's not a big puncher, to do that. Even if he had success where he hurt him with a body shot or maybe somehow, some way knocked him down, it would be very surprising to me if Porter was able to stop Spence. So I think those lines are reversed. I think Porter by decision should be lower than Porter wins inside. And if you're looking at this fight and somehow you want to take a ride on Porter, you want to take a throwaway bet on him, you like that he fights close fights, you like the stylistic matchup. Spence hasn't been in with a guy like Porter before. You got all this history to go on with Porter. He's proven you know what you should get with him. You know his pluses, you know his minuses, you know his toughness then I would look at Porter wins by decision as a much better bet than anything else that you're going to get. Like I said, even a straight bet, I think it's better to take the risk, get the 11.50, and take Porter wins by decision as the upset if he's able to do it. When you're looking at Spence, I know a lot of people are saying he's going to wreck him, absolutely wreck him. And then you're looking at, obviously, uh, Spence wins inside, you're getting a plus 240. It's because the books don't believe that that's going to happen. Even if he dominates, they expect him to win 
win on points. As you can see, Spence wins by decision at minus 155. That's where it pretty much opened, and that's where it's sitting. There's been some a little bit of volume. I think it got as high as right around minus 160, but not much. So the books are expecting that Spence is going to win, and he's going to win by decision. You can see that with the over-under with the fight goes to a decision at minus 205. Again, I think the books got that right. I think if Spence wins, it's probably going to be on points. Could he drop Porter? Of course. Like I said, I'd be a little bit surprised if he just starched him. I th- I could I wouldn't be as surprised with a knockdown here or there, or maybe you know where he's got Porter hurt and reeling. But Porter's a vet. He's tough. He knows how to close the distance. He knows how to smother. Knows how to hold. He'll do what he has to do to survive, in my opinion. Now that doesn't mean that a knockout for Spence, you know, is impossible. I just think if Spence wins, it's probably going to be a decision. And I actually think that Porter can make this fight close. If Porter is Porter and he fights his normal traditional style of rough and tough in the trenches type of fight, I think he can make this a very uncomfortable fight for Spence. That doesn't mean Spence isn't going to win the fight. It doesn't mean he's not going to have success here and there. It doesn't even mean that he can't compete and have success on the inside. It just means that Spence isn't generally in these type of fights he doesn't get in dog fights and that's what porter is going to need to do to not only survive the fight but to be competitive and have any chance to upset the apple cart and win the fight he's gonna have to be very close so i think it's probably a very good likelihood that the fight goes to a decision i see value in porter especially if you're thinking that he could make spence uncomfortable and he's gonna have success being on the inside Spence can box, but he's not, I wouldn't call him fleet-footed. He has boxing skills, but his movement around the ring isn't lightning fast. It's very methodical. And so that's going to be interesting to see if Porter's able to walk him down because I really do believe this is a case of distance here. Like I mentioned before, Spence is going to want to be in a certain range. And if Porter can upset that range consistently, he's going to have to do that consistently to win. He can do it periodically if he's just going to cause trouble and Spence goes on and wins a decision, something like 16-12. I could see that because that's a close fight. Porter's in close fights all the time, 15-13, 16-12. That, that would not shock me one bit that you see this fight, a 16-12 type of fight either way. Now, people are going to call me crazy because I'm talking about a 6-7, to one underdog potentially having, you know, enough ammunition to make it close on the cards against a a guy that most people think is head and shoulders above uh, his opponent. I've even seen people say, oh, he's got two losses. Like, I scratch my head. Like, (laughs) boxing is not like football, guys. That's why a lot of times it drives me up the wall. It's not a stat type of fight. Uh, 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 a stat type of sport where you plug numbers into a computer and it gives you the winner like styles make fights there's a reason that people say that if you just go off of stats you're going to lose a lot of money so there's a lot of casuals out there that just look at things like record I mean, there's more to it. And anybody that's listening to this understands what I'm talking about. There's more to it. But I've actually heard people say that, that 
you know, oh, you're fighting a guy who's got two losses. You know, is this fight even going to be competitive? And even Spence himself was like, uh, yeah, Porter's a champion and he's a proven guy who's been at the top of the division. Most people would say at least what in the top five, the top three, you've got him, you've got Thurman, you've got Spence, you've got Pac now that's in there. But he's he's at the top. You got Danny Garcia, you got all these guys. I mean, uh, it just scratches my head with what some people say. But the public buys into this, guys. Like, truly, they do buy into this because... You're not going to be able to find many people that are going to make a great case for betting Spence at minus 1,000. If there's anybody that knows what the shit they're talking about, they're not going to tell you to go out and bet Spence at 1,000. At the very least, they're going to have to come up with a prop to recommend to you because there's just not a lot of value against a guy like Sean Porter to say this is such a walkover fight go ahead and bet a grand to win a hundred on Spence that makes no sense to me there's more sense in the flip side to go hey Porter could do something here if you're going to take a flyer put a hundred on Porter at eight to one and see what happens Now, of course, I'm recommending if you like Porter, you go ahead and take him by decision. But let's just assume there was just straight bets, 1,800 coming back. I'm going to tell you, hey, Porter's a good enough guy. It wouldn't shock me if he made this fight very, very close. Can he win it? I personally think that he has the tool set that he could upset. I don't think it would be easy. It's probably not likely. It wouldn't be shocking to me. And it would be very close, in my opinion. It would probably be a split decision, probably something like 15-13, in a fight where Spence just couldn't create enough distance. He just couldn't get that comfortable range. And so Porter made it an ugly, nasty, foul-filled fight that Spence never looked comfortable in. There's a lot that has to happen for that to for that outcome to actually appear. I get that. But I'm just saying... There's more to it. You're betting your cold, hard cash. You have to look at things like this, and there's always risk versus reward. This is why I always criticize these guys out here that go, it's very easy to go, this guy versus this guy, who's going to win? When the guy's a 10,000 to 1 favorite, oh, this guy's going to win. Hey, I picked this guy. It was right. My win percentage is this, that, and the other. Listen, you got to be able to get past all that because that's just smoking mirrors. There's far more to it. When you're looking at a fight like this, even, and we're talking a thousand to one, I'm going, wait a minute, guys. If you like Spence, dig a little deeper. Look at the matchup. Even if you like him to starch Porter, fine, take the 240. But don't just sit here and go, it's so easy. I'm going to bet a thousand. Because I don't think it's going to be easy. Even if Spence comes out and blasts Porter out in one round, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked. I'd be like, man, I did not expect that. Because I don't expect it's easy for Spence. If he gets him out of there, then it may be mid to late. And he's just able to control that distance and hammer Porter over and over as he's coming in. Something like that. Like, you can make a case for Spence inside. You can make a case for Spence wins on points. You can even make a case for the upset Porter very, very close in a fight where the stars align and everything. I get it. But you have, you've got to look at the lines as well. You've got to be reasonable when you're looking at these things and go, what's the risk versus reward here? Do I think Spence is a 1,000 to 1 
favorite over Porter. Do I think he's that much better than Porter? No, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't. And a lot of this comes down to styles. They fight different styles. And sometimes when you match those styles up, things go haywire. I mean, you saw that in the Fury fight uh, last weekend. That That didn't go to plan. He was able to eke it out. But there were a lot of people who lost on Fury inside. It was like, think over three to one and a lot of people shitting bricks that fury may get stopped on that cut risk versus reward it's something that you always have to pay attention to i'm excited for this fight i think it's going to be a good fight and more importantly i want to see how spence deals with the pressure and the inside fighting of sean porter i think that's the most interesting thing here is will spence look like he normally does is he able to handle that type of pressure and that type of infighting for as long as this fight goes? That's what I'm going to be looking at because that's not only for this fight, but for future fights. Like, granted, there's not many fighters in the division that really fight like Porter, but it's going to give you an insight just how well Spence fights out of his comfort zone because up until this point, minus the Kell Brook fight, he's pretty much had his way. He's pretty much been able to dictate where the fight takes place, when he throws, when he wants to be defensive, if he wants to rest, if he wants to be aggressive, he's pretty much had his way. So for me, this is interesting because I don't think he's going to have his way. Like I said, unless something happens and he blasts Porter out really quick, catches him cold, something like that, something out of the ordinary, which I don't expect, he's going to be put in uncomfortable positions and I want to see how he's going to respond. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.